The space race has begun. That is correct. Today in history was the beginning of the space race. Ah. And I'm going to tell you the end of the Cold War, which I'll explain. Uh, Back in history on this day, October 4th, 1957, the Soviet Union launched Sputnik, the very first satellite, the very first item from this Earth, I do believe, to be launched into space. It was an artificial satellite uh, named after the word Sputnik for fellow traveler. Cool. Launched at 1029 from the base in the Kazakh Republic. Uh, It weighed 184 pounds, so about a half a third of what I weigh, circled the Earth Every hour and 36 minutes. That's fast. And it started again, the official space race. The the first to be on the moon, the first to get a man, or well, actually, it was the first to get a man in the space, yeah, the do first we get, to get to the moon. We get Sput- or not we, but humans, I guess we. Do we get Sputnik up there before Yuri Gagarin, the uh, first cosmonaut, or... No, we Sorry, didn't. is that asking so, you too much? Soviet Union got Sputnik up there first. Nice. And then I do believe the Russians also had the first person in person, space. But I think they, then this is half-ass history here, but I think they were in the upper atmosphere. Yeah. And then we beat that. Point being, we land on the moon we first. We landed on a planet. We did it. Uh, there's also a fascinating show, Spencer, you told me about, kind of uh, sidetrack here. Um, I'm trying to, I, I've, I've saved it to watch, but what is the premise of this show? Like, um, what show? <laughs> didn't you tell me about a show where the space race never ended and it launched a uh, great coming of everyone getting together and colonizing the planets? Uh, what was that? Total Recall? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't remember, man. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Well. That was a uh, that was a, it's past Spencer. He doesn't know what's going on. Every every Spencer's a new Spencer. Just <laughs> just a clone that comes yeah, out of the closet. Like that movie Moon. Uh, but it was very important for uh, basically the the growth of exploring space. And as I said, how it defeated the Russians, brought down the Berlin Wall, the Iron Curtain, defeated the Soviet Union, is because it launched the United States capitalism. And communism, the Soviet Union, it launched us into a spending spree. Yay. You know, like, uh, what is it called? Keeping up with the Joneses? <laughs> Trying to, your neighbor gets a boat, nice bass fishing boat. Uh, so what do you yes. do? You get a ski boat. Classic uh, rivalry between two suburbanites. Absolutely. So we basically uh, just outspent the Soviet Union. <laughs> and, yeah. of course, they collapsed. Ended yeah. up, yeah, how's Sputnik now, you jerks? What you get? Not doing anything. <laughs> Although I will say, if we're going to keep up with this half-ass history segment, um, a lot of people, a lot of Russians say, to us, once the Berlin Wall went down and and we were like, all right, cool, everything's everything's fine, the Cold War's over, to Russians it never ended. No. they they And they will, t- like, even ones that are, you know, in their 60s, they're like, it never ended. I, yeah. I will kill you. Also, is it weird that uh, today... 
is not only the day that Sputnik was launched, a big win for the Russians, but if you look at on my calendar that it's national what day it is calendar, it's national vodka day. Wee! Yeah. <laughs> Two things go together. Celebrate. All right. But there you go. That's today in history on Today is the Greatest. Sputnik being launched into space, beginning the end of the Soviets and beginning the space race. It's me! And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. It's Social Cues where anything about the internet ends up on the radio. And yeah, Emily, I, uh, I saw this weekend you're a Longhorn hottie. I'm a hook'em hottie. Okay. Hook'em hotties. Let me Excuse get it right. <laughs> hook'em hottie. Yeah, I was just... Where was I? What was this on Tuesday? Whenever the first I was just hanging out and I look at my phone and I get this notification that somebody had tagged me and something on Twitter. And I was like, whatever. Uh, What is this? this?" (laughs) And I looked and there's an account for the University of Texas. I guess it's not official, but I mean, I don't know who runs this. I would hope it's not official, but it's called you can look it up. It's called at Hook'em Hotties. And I guess they tagged me and it says Earth Toast is a hashtag hook'em hottie. Hashtag hook'em. Hashtag (laughs) beat W-V-U. West Virginia. And then there's a picture of me uh, kissing Vince Young. Statue. statue. Not not actually. <laughs> not I, I think Vince might Vince have a uh, be in a relationship. So yeah, let's, yes. Let me look through this. That ooh. Yeah. Spencer, I'm gonna show you. Look at look, look at all these hooking hotties. hotties. Wow. Just, it's just attractive women. Yeah. Of that's... all age. Oh, oh there she is. There she uh, is. There Our I very am. own Emily Our is very a hookum hottie. Hook How does hottie. it feel to have your femininity? Uh, exploited on the internet by some Twitter creep. Well, um, I'll say I like this picture of myself. So it's a good it picture. It doesn't make me it's too flattered. bothered. Yeah, it's not like you no. know, caught you in the middle of a sneeze. Or yeah, something. or it's not like you know, you can't even it's see not, my. You can't even tell t- how how t- many. T- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was just gonna say. Wait, now I don't want to say my joke. <laughs> it's just now you can't see how big my honkers are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, that, and then you kept interrupting. I was like, maybe I shouldn't say that. No, but, no, thank you. See, thank you for using our ter- our proper show terminology. Yeah, my honkers aren't even shown here, so and it's kind of like, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to get too into it right now because we're discussing something else, but one sure. day I will discuss the difference between honkers, taters, and whoppers. Oh, good. They're I was very, curious. Very distinct differences. Okay. Just like uh, with uh, the taint and the scrim and other areas, like I, there's, a, there's a specific... Sure. I, I'm a, I am a... Um, uh, medical doctor of weird made-up terms for body parts. And I, I, and I can you. explain that. And you are also a hook'em hottie submitter. I know you submitted me, I CJ Morgan. I did. Morgan. I, did, you? <laughs> did you? I, I did. Nice. Yes. I randomly ran across that site, and I was <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to submit Emily for sure. And I didn't know what the process was. Uh, it There's just, definitely not a process. It, yeah, well, it said just DM, and so I'm like, yeah. I'm in a DM, and DM I, them a picture of a cute girl. I, I, I wanted to <laughs> find, and again, I, I looked through, and I was like, where's a, a one where you look good, you yeah. look like you're having fun, and it's not too much of your honkers out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Uh, so <laughs> I, I submitted that one, and, and guess what? You are a hook'em hottie. I'm a hook'em hottie. I, Four years, well, three and a half years yeah. at the University of Texas. Emily. Have gotten me this far. You three know, and a half, and you were never a hook'em 
hottie then. I was never. And the thing is, is I never went to a UT game until this 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 photo, and that was my first UT mm-hmm. game. Well, that's what and, qualified you. Finally. You know, I've, uh, <laughs> I was more excited to be nominated as a hook'em hottie than I was to walk across the sk- stage and earn my diploma. <laughs> yep. Now, <laughs> be hey, proud, parents. You're going to okay? be known by everyone now. So when mm-hmm. you walk back into that stadium, they're like, like, oh, there's the hook'em hottie. There's the hook'em hottie. You're that one. Yeah, I know. I, I will say I made a joke about that being a creep website or Twitter page, yeah. but it's really not. Like it, obviously, it's, really, it's, honestly, obviously it's tame. women, uh, but it, it's it's got everyone. It's got like a mom on there being all sweet, and and so yeah, I yeah, it's super tame. I, I also yeah, I think it's more generally fun in well, nature, but it's yeah. still an honor. To be a hook'em hottie. Did you tell Jason and Nick, did they find this yet? I mean, I tweeted it. I assume that they saw. They, that they know that you're a hook'em oh, hottie. I don't, I don't know if they, they haven't been treating me like they're in hook'em hottie presence. You know, I need yeah. to be treated more like a queen now that they know. Jealous because they're not hook'em hotties. Oh, Good point. True. Good point. Or will that's they ever true. be? <laughs> both, <laughs> of the, both of those two, and myself included, known mm-hmm. to, uh, to have a little bouts of jealousy. Yeah, yeah you um, can't be a hook'em hottie. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. CJ. That's my title. But thank you for hook nominating em, me. Hook'em hunks. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. How about that? Get some hook'em hunks. Let's, let's be the hook'em hunks. Let's start that. Let's start that Twitter account right now. More things they aren't ready to hear. Hey, my buddy Matt Beard's here. It's Parent Pickup. What's going on, man? Uh, that's right. You know, for the last couple of weeks, we've been sharing things that uh, old people, oldies, olds, have been saying, hey, uh, I'm an adult now, and here's something that teens probably should hear. I want to share it with them, but they're probably not ready to hear and don't want to hear. It's uh, people that have gone on, found some some success in life, and success in the ability to pronounce the word success in a way that I have not found. And uh, so this is, I think, kind of the last week we'll hit on this. You know, I went through this big, long list of these things, and most of them, frankly... <sighs> Olds are the worst. Uh, they weren't very With good. Knowledge. Well, it wasn't even knowledge. It was just a lot of it was humble bragging or uh, just being pains in the ass or really just talking down to young people. But- yeah, that, that is weird. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but the, there is that thing with the dude who drives the Mercedes Benz XL ten eleven. That's like, well, you just have to work hard and 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 blah blah blah. blah. It's like. Yeah, dude, you're you're the you're the exception, not the not the rule, not the norm. Yeah, I've known people tell me that drove a Chevy Cavalier and said the same thing. Yeah. So it has nothing to do Don't. with actually achieving any kind of monetary success. Uh, first thing is, things will likely take significantly longer to achieve than you think. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of times we see uh, what's happened. Oh, that person started, they quit their job, and within six months they had 100,000 followers, and they were traveling the world, and they were able to support themselves as they traveled from country to country. Ah, I want to do that. Um, That's great. That's one of the reasons that we're following that person is they are the anomaly. A lot of things out there in life you want to do take kind of a long time. It's one of the reasons that we burn out on a lot of them because you're like, man, that uh, it's taking a long time. Oh, why does it take so long? We talked about this in a previous parent report about playing guitar as a kid. You want to play guitar, but you don't want to practice every day for Did years. Did I talk about this exact same thing already? Is my stroke coming back? It's, it, no, no. It's a little different. <laughs> okay. Okay, because I don't want to have a repeat. Uh, yeah, so I think it's kind of good because I know that this one was a real bummer to me because things that I wanted to do... 
Man, it would make me angry that it would take a while, and then I would bail on them. I'd be like, well, this isn't happening. The fact is, a lot of stuff just takes a long time. It just does. You have to kind of work at it yep. every day and see how it goes. And like I said, these things are kind of couched for parent pickup, but I think they apply to all of us. Um, and kind of lastly, and I kind of like this one, but I think you'll understand it too because you were a history major. Are you ready? Just because it's new to you doesn't mean... It's new. Sure. That's very, I mean, it makes me think of uh, not not mansplaining specifically, but just people that discover something yeah. and won't shut up about when you're it. you're excited, you're and, like, I want to share this wealth with someone else. But and, they're like. And it always comes <laughs> in a, like, almost talking down way. And it's like, yeah, dude, I saw that episode of Rick and Morty already. Well, they, you know, there's there's something to be said about knowing your history, knowing the things that have come before you, uh, and also doing a little research, uh, understanding what's going on. I mean that in sort of like if you want to develop something. Say you're an artist and you want to create a song. And, uh, you know, I think that's why sometimes people blame other people and go, oh, you're ripping somebody off. I think they genuinely might have at a younger time heard a riff, it gets in your head, and then you think, oh, I've created this, but the fact is... Dun, 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 dun. Mm. But it's for <laughs> Vanilla Ice. It was nan 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 nan. That's right. They changed one note. To yeah. The note. <laughs> also, uh, in stand-up comedy, I literally ripped off one of Matt Bearden's uh, Ren Fair jokes about vaping. Oh, thank Didn't you. Didn't even do it on purpose. Did not at all until. Was that one of your in-betweens, like, to get the bridge to the next joke? Just yeah, to but, I mean, it was still, to, to be fair, it's a, it's a very accurate observation of Red Fairs, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, uh, good for you. Yeah, anyway, I just thought it's an important piece of advice out there, is that a lot of times we think we've created something, we think we have something, and then we can't figure out why aren't these people more interested in it, and it's because sometimes all of our ideas aren't the most original thing in the world. But in doing that research, sometimes we can find these places uh where something new can happen. So I guess that's the good advice there. Do a little research, figure it out behind. That's today's Parent Pickup. Yay. Making your drive home a little weirder. C.J. Morgan on 101X. Where to day drink on uh, in Austin according to who and what you do? You look Mom. fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Yes, Austin is for sure a day-drinking city, but... Uh, Why aren't we drinking right now, man? You can't just go anywhere and drink, Spencer. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Fair. Uh, you show up at the wrong place, you're going to get some eyes. You oh, might yeah? get in a little bit of trouble, and you don't want that happening. Uh, Eater <laughs> no. Austin actually made a list of how to day-drink properly in Austin. Whoa, 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 Gatekeeping? Is that what they're doing? It might Don't be. tell me how to day drink. Is it gatekeeping or is it just suggesting where nah. you can have the best possible experience? That's a good point. It's advice. Thank you. And let me tell you, once you have some day drinks, you can show up anywhere you want. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you'll be wanted, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, how to day drink properly in Austin according to what it is you do. Uh, they say if you're a freelancer, a place where you want cheap drinks, a good meal, and lots of human interaction, and of course... Good Wi-Fi, they recommend Better Half. Cool. I like Better Half a lot. Also, my friend Lindsay Mayo O'Rourke, uh, the pastry chef there. They also recommend Nickel City or Mm -hmm. Del Rey Cafe. Yes. Uh, Let's say, however, that uh, you're a little more than a freelancer. You actually have some stuff you need to do. 
but you can take off and do it during the day like a 101X salesperson. Uh, they recommend Workhorse Bar. Great food over on North Loop. Uh, plus, it's a little darker. It's a little more private. You might yeah. not be bothered. Also, Bolden Creek Cafe, friendly neighborhood spot with cheap drinks even before happy hour. Uh, delicious food made from scratch. What happens if you're working nights, though? Where Uh-oh. are you going to go? Yeah. Uh, Cherrywood Coffee House. Yeah, baby. Late at night. I got some good taps. Oh, great burgers, too. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of stand up com- uh, com- comedians on Tuesdays uh, shuffling yeah. around in the gravel. Pool. <laughs> uh, Deep Eddie Cabaret, as well, if you're working nights. Let's say instead that you have things to do. You work on the Senate floor as an aide. You're a very important person. Mm. Where are you going to go? Uh, you're going to go to Clark's Oyster Bar because oh you have won the money for it. Two delicious burgers, and it's a place where you can uh, rub shoulders with more important people. Uh, they also recommend my friend's place, Wu Chow. Delicious downtown Chinese dishes that can accommodate anything. And, again, a lot of fancy celebs go in there. Literally, yeah. members of the Wu-Tang Clan have been into CK Chins. Mm-hmm. Uh, that CK is the one that owns that runs Wu Chow. They, they've been in there. Uh, of course, Bartlett's for a good steak and an old-fashioned or a martini mm. to look good and fancy. Now, CJ, I hope you are setting us up to get to where the where do the radio hosts and producers go? I'm scrolling through the list, All so right. we're going to find I'm excited. out, I hope. Uh, if you're a tourist, they recommend Lambert's Downtown Barbecue, Hoover's Cooking, hell yeah. Uh, if you're wanting to keep Sunday Fun Day alive, that means keep on going. One of the recommendations is Bangers, good sausage too. Oh yeah. Sour Duck Market. Huh. Or Taquero Mucho. Yeah, now these are all day drinking spots. All day drinking spots. What if you want to take a break from the kids? They recommend The Grove, Jack Allen's Kitchen, Mm. Josephine House, or Tiny Boxwoods. I was going to say a good place to get away from the kids also. Uh, I'm forgetting it right now. Uh, The closet. uh, Yeah, just... Hide and then grab. I your, mean, you would know. You got your own dogs. Grab your bottle of vodka and just <laughs> roll into the closet and put lock those, it. Uh, put those sound canceling headphones on. No, mm. you gotta keep. You gotta keep it so you. Not make if the sure mom's there. Nothing's crashing or, or the, the dad. Kids, kids aren't doing anything bad. But uh, yeah. Uh, as for the radio people, where do you go? What do you do? Yeah. We got a basement here. That's where I go. Nah, man, you go to Nomad Bar. That's right. Uh, you go to Silver Metal. That's right. Uh, or you uh, go to you go to the liquor store because you can't afford to actually go sit at a place. That's right. It's called sitting in your car after you get home. Yep. ACL Weekend One is this week, and I've got the best tips for you. Explains it all, and yeah, she's got the tip. She's hip. She goes to ACL. Uh huh. I do. I'm young. I'm fun. I do do the do the dance thing in the in the ACL. Yes, I'm gonna go to the festival. And last year actually was one of my first full ACL experiences. I've always worked ACL. You know, it's just crazy. Like I've never really been. It's just like a normal civilian until last year when I like half worked, half also went as a normal civilian. Closest I've got to normalcy. But um, I've gone to so many other festivals in my lifetime, so many other concerts. So last year, I wrote a blog that you can look on our website at 101X called Emily's Honest Tips for the Best ACL Experience. 
So now that I am a whole year older, I'm not nobody likes you when you're 23, when you're 23. anymore. No, I'm you're now, 24. Everybody hates you still when you're 24. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I will go ahead and I'm going to start off. I'm going to read my 23-year-old tips. And then I guess maybe we'll, we'll see. I'll give you some revisions later. So number one, if you are wanting to be up at the barrier for your favorite ar- artist, be prepared to give up your firstborn child. So I was just saying basically that no matter how many times you can, you know, recite some artist's social security, birthday, whatever, if you're a true fan, you're going to have to give up literally your entire entire festival experience to be at the barrier. To stay and wait there. Yeah, like correct. if you want to see Red Hot Chili Peppers at the very front, you're going to have to get to the stage Oof. literally when ACL You can't opens. leave to go get a beer. You can't leave to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You're there. So that's what I was saying for the first one. Um, number two, alcohol is so much fun until it isn't. Death and dehydration is not worth it for a $15 beer. Basically, wanted to just tell you about that, like, it's super hot outside. You barely get any sleep. You're going to be out walking around for hours and hours. Yeah. But you should drink water, yeah. you know? Do it, and then do what the cool kids do and bury your, your bottle of whiskey before the park, you know, gets set up for ACL. Mm-hmm. Sure. Find it later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, number three, don't use any substances including H2O from a dude wearing aviators and a button-down shirt with his chest exposed. Trust me. Basically, I was just saying, don't trust anybody giving you anything. Correct. Because you never know, even if it's water. You especially know? On, on, and on a serious note, especially with the whole fentanyl thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There are test strips for that, and there's also test strips for, uh, like, riff and all and stuff. Yes, exactly. And so that was uh, that was my third tip Fourth, either get used to paying premium prices for chicken strips or try out cannibalism. Wow, very quirky mm. title, Emily. Um, you're, 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 a, you're a goof. <laughs> yeah, from last year, I was a very quirky human. Just basically, it's going to be expensive uh, to yeah. eat. Five, make sure that you were the coolest one at the park. No posers, a.k.a. try to figure out the artist's songs before you go because it's kind of more fun, in my opinion, to okay, like know just, some of their songs. Yeah. At least one. Know like the main one. Seems fair. Yeah. Um, and then I have a few more, but I'll, I'll just kind of skip to some more of my favorites. Um, Let's get more of the cannibalism <laughs> stuff in there if we can. <laughs> um, I, I actually say nipple pasties are your friends, boys yes. and girls. Boys and girls, yes. And... I just said, if you don't want a sequent top to slip, invest in some pasties. They have very good ones nowadays. Yeah. And uh, also, I think I mentioned this previously, it's very important to have that baby powder on your thighs. Baby powder. Baby powder up the thighs. Or gold bond, as, as I use. Gold bond up them thighs. Baby or chub rub, that's cheap. a pretty good one. Chub rub, chub rub, that's a really good one. Um, and then, I guess my final tip which you can read, again, you can read the full tips from last year that I posted about ACL Fest on 101x.com. I said, post what you like, but don't be that guy. Because we all skip through everybody's stupid videos of concerts. Yeah. Post one video, one or two songs that are your favorite. Not the whole song. Do like, you know, the chorus or some sort of minute-long clip. clip. Keep your camera at your chest so the people sure. behind you aren't being bothered. Yeah. Don't move. Hold it very still. Yep. Yep. And post one, maybe 
too, and that's it. I don't want to go clicking through all of your stories. And with ACL, there's not really any Wi-Fi out there, so you're not going to be posting those stories until maybe the next day when you get home. And so then I have to wake up the next day and be like, wait, is is Tame Paula playing right now? Also, I got now? another <laughs> tip for uh, posting like that. Yeah. But as a matter of fact, Emily just explained it all on how to do this big old fun thing. But now... I have some corrections. She has some corrections and updates. We'll be back with more just after this. That's right. It's Emily Explains It All. Emily's explaining how you ACL fest. In the last year as a novice, she wrote a great list of tips, all of which are pretty good. Me as a 30-year veteran could probably add some things for you there, but that's A-OK. Because you're the person actually out there in the festival. I'm in the air-conditioned porta potty <laughs> uh, So tell us the updates on how to fest now that you've gone a full year. Yeah. Now that I am a year older, I would like to say a lot of these tips that I wrote, again, you can see it at 101x.com, are very good but they're also incredibly naive. Now I'm a lot more, you know, <laughs> the, the dirt has hit me. I have I have been through it. I have seen the wars. And I know that this isn't all as realistic as I thought it was going to be. So number one, I originally wrote a year ago about ACL Fest. If you are wanting to be up front of the barrier your favorite for your favorite artist, be prepared to give up your firstborn child. As a 24-year-old now, so a whole year older, I would like to say, just don't be at the barrier. They yeah. have giant screens Barrier for a reason. sucks, and yeah. I'm going to tell you from like, someone... It's the worst. You do that at a venue, maybe. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Fest, man. I, I, no. I'm going to tell you, too, from my experience back in the day, like, I've been a Barrier boy before. Sure. Um, it was okay. Like, if you had a spot and you were there all day, people around you would gather, and you could find a way. Also, don't move... Don't move north-south to get mm-hmm. it in a crowd. Move east-west. Sure. Always cut through that way. Sure. Sure. Uh, Back then, people were like, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me, excuse me, no, excuse me. No, people are a-holes now. Not anymore. If you leave mm-hmm. your spot, you're not getting back. No. And I am someone who drinks and pees, and I am not yeah. going to be able to do that. It sucks. It's not worth it to be that close. No. Just, just You're still going to get the same experience. And I, maybe it's just because I'm not that hardcore Also, this of a sounds fan. better next to, if you're closer to, if you're going to push your way to get close, get to the sound booth. Because that's where the first set of relay speakers are, and that's where you're actually hearing a really good mix. Yeah. Uh, Next tip. Uh, Number two, I said originally, alcohol is so much fun until it isn't. Death and dehydration is not worth it for a $15 beer. I still agree with the fact that you need to hydrate. Hydrating is super important. They have water stations. They have water stations and things like that, but... I mean, you're already spending a lot at ACL. Get that $15 beer. Get it. Get at least one or two $15 beers, man. Especially if they're like a local beer. Just do it. I mean, if you're going to go to ACL, you you know, you expect that you're going to spend money. They also yeah. have right? a massive beer tent with all kinds of taps, yeah. TVs, and big old fans. Like, this, it's not just this, like a can or This anything. is where all the sad dads, and they're not even sad dads, but this is where the dads that bought their hot younger wife mm-hmm. and their two young kids tickets to go have fun and do whatever this is where the dads go to watch football and baseball yeah. and, and honestly drink beer. this is a off 
off tip. Um, <clears throat> you're going to meet more people in the beer tent who will be willing to buy you beer than if you don't even try. Okay, says yeah. the twenty <laughs> says the twenty four year old female. I remember, I'm one year older now. These <laughs> tips have been adjusted for inflation uh-huh. of my ego. Um, and then number three, I said, don't take any substances, including H two O, from a dude wearing aviators and a button down shirt with his chest exposed. Trust me. I have nothing to change about this. Don't take substances from anybody. anybody. Don't take water I would say from anybody. anybody. Yeah, no, it doesn't even sealed, have to be a dude then. wearing aviators. Nowadays, people are just mean, and I don't know why. But and they once again, aren't. I'm going to bring it up. Go on Amazon, get you some fentanyl test strips. Yes, and get, and get you some of those little strips that test for uh, you know other substances in your drink. And that, I've, that I've stuff seen happens. Uh, around town too. There's like the free. Oh, I don't remember what they're called. But and if you see some real drunk girl with some dudes kind of getting drug out of the park, oh, like don't, uh, don't talk don't to them. Yeah. Get security. But there's free places around Austin where you can get. Um, it's like those life-saving things where you give it to somebody if they're having an overdose or something. Uh, Narcanon, uh, Naltraxone? Yes. Yeah. You can pick, like, there's free sure. stations around Austin. And so also medical stations at ACL Fest. Yeah. Um, however, if you find a dude with a little baggie that has a bunch of tiny stamps in it, please report him to me immediately <laughs> and bring those to wherever I'm at. You in have the, a lot of mail. In the air-conditioned porta part yeah, potty. You've, you've got a lot of mail to send I need in, those tiny so. stamps. It's about yeah, the size yeah, yeah. of your fingertip. Uh, what's next, Emily? Uh, number four, either get used to paying premium prices for chicken strips or try out cannibalism. Once again, I'm just going to say what I said with a $15 beer. Go get the food. There's a lot of local places. Maybe really try good. to Yeah, maybe try to like go to uh-huh. more of the local beers, beers and more of the local restaurant food, food truck things. To put your money towards, because you're going to have to eat. But you're you're not promoting cannibalism. I'm no. not not this time around. Also, right. another tip: occasionally you will have keep an eye around the lurk around the VIP area because occasionally <laughs> that that dad that took his young hot wife and the kids <laughs> is going to be tired and want to go home, and mm-hmm. he might slip off his VIP wristband and, and give it to you. you. Um, another note on that. Uh, don't buy wristbands once you're outside of the park. Ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. Sometimes yeah. it might honestly be someone being nice, but mostly it's a rip. What's yep. next, Emily? Yep. Um, well, this one is just the make sure the coolest one at the park. No posers, a.k.a. try to learn the music. I'm still going to go by that one. Like, try to know as much of the music as you can. There's playlists and stuff that you can listen to online. You know? I'm going to correct you on this because oh. some of the best ACL Fest experiences I've had is wandering, like I'll have the bands I want to see, but wandering to a stage and not knowing a damn thing about them. For sure. And then like taking a note as to who they are and stuff like that. Yeah, so if you do that, make sure you take a note. Don't just be like, I'm going to remember this. And if you're doing two weekends, that also helps because then you can rotate and move around with who you want to see. Um, And then I guess uh, the nipple pasties are your friend, boys and girls. I still agree with that. Yeah, Uh, I don't like that one. Why not? Why not? Because like... Sometimes it's cool to see a nipple. <laughs> so you're Boy saying this in a selfish... Look, you don't want bloody nips. Nobody wants bloody nips. No. Oh, you're talking about the rubbing yeah, of the yes, clothing. Yes, and, and the slips. slips I, was, I was thinking of the, like, you know, me. I wear crop tops, so every now and then you'll see my... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or my yeah. wappy dops. Mm. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. Oh, we my talked about dops. we talked about this earlier. The difference between honkers, taters, and floppers. Uh-huh. I have more what's called floppers. 
So, anyhow, Emily explains it all, how to party at ACL Fest. Yeah. Uh, find the blog, 101x.com. Any final tips, or did we cover um, it all? I guess just my final tip is, I don't know, have fun, be safe. If you see me, don't take creepy pictures from afar. Just like, say, come hey, up and what's say up? hi. Okay. I'm a normal human. <laughs> Long at last, as kind of sort of promised, we're getting that community movie. Time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. You know, I watched season one of Community when it came out. I liked Joel McHale. I enjoyed the show, but I never really followed up on it after that. Oh, man. Uh, the first three seasons, I'd argue, were pretty pretty I, damn good. I really liked Community. Uh, well, it was well, great. I, I just, I don't know why. Maybe it's because at the time I didn't watch a lot of TV or, or anything, but now... Um, my fiance and I have twice ran through the entire yeah, series. It's fun. And I can tell you, community's yeah. great. Even even when <laughs> yeah. they start jumping the shark at the end, like where they have the paintball episode yeah. and they do weird stuff. I love it. I think it's, I love the, what is it, the one where it's the unlimited Ovids or whatever, where it's like the universe, the multi-universe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, what is that dude. called? Uh, the, the true universe or the one true the, dice uh, roll. There's like the dark universe. So there's like the evil yeah. Ovid and like there's the evil versions of them. But there, there's just so many so, stupid. so many great characters and they explore it's almost like the show Lost where it's it's there's the premise there's the thing but what made Lost in the early days and what made this show great is it's not about the show it's about each individual character yeah. and they explore that character and their relationships yeah. and it's just well written and funny as hell yeah. and again uh, Donald Glover one of the greatest childish Gambino, yeah. one of the greatest rappers of our time, like on that show, it's, it's just so a goof. funny. Yeah, it's hey, insane. Hey man, he was doing stand-up comedy before rapping. No, no, no yeah, I, I yeah, know. Yeah. But it, actually, fun fact: I think he was becoming childish Gambino as he was yes. doing community. Yeah, he was. And look Pretty at cool. all the look at like Allison Brie went on to like great. A lot of people on that she's, show went up. She's mm-hmm. fantastic, and she's the one that actually tweeted it. Correct. That's where I saw so, on her Instagram as I follow her. Because one, I think she's I think all talented. of the cast members that are going to be in it, except for Two. unfortunately Donald Glover and obviously. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, yeah. Man, they're not going to bring Troy back? Come on. Yeah. Come on, Troy. Chevy Chase, notoriously a giant a-hole, yeah. but also played it well and did did his part well in that he show. He did play his part. I mean, honestly, it was kind of a little bit too close to home for him. He didn't really have to act that much yeah. for his character, anyway, no, but it was I, great. I saw it on her uh, Instagram. It said, and a movie. That's all yeah. it was, dot, 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 That's and a movie. Yeah. And I was like, no way, whoa. Uh, just uh, the other thing I like about that show is when there's always a joke within a joke and I love yes. the nuances of jokes and mm-hmm. and like when you watch something again and you get like a little background thing or a, a, a catchphrase or something that repeats to something before like it's just because yeah. that's like when I do pranks and when I do things like that I always like to have like a subtle thing that relates back to something else, and a lot of times no one will ever catch it. I did. I do it a lot in the radio on my old show. Used oh, to man. have like I, I had my whole like you, metaverse of like just weird crap to see are, if people ever noticed it. Are you the Abed of uh, the radio then? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. Well, I'm just saying that the comedy writers of that show in general, and, and when someone gets it. You absolutely love it, but the fact yeah. that it's just you can keep watching that and pick up on things you never ever have. For sure, great community movie. I'm all about it. Is Same. it going to be as amazing as the show? Yeah. No, probably not. No. Am I going to watch it? 
Absolutely. I, I'm curious if there's no Troy. <laughs> excuse me. If there's no Troy, how is there going to be any Troy and Abbott uh, in, in the, the morning? morning. Oh, man, Troy and Abbott in the morning. I think he's uh, just going to make a cool cameo. There's got to be there a cool has cameo. To be, or Come like on, a nod man. to him. Can I tell you both about one of my favorite background characters? Don't guess. No guessing yet. Um, but this character was someone that was only supposed to be in one season and kind of gone. But then. Uh, came on and just turned into being like a repeat one. And so now I give you the Dean. Yep. Dean you later. Dean dong. <laughs> Dean a ling a ling. Dean yeah. It's Feline AIDS Awareness Day, folks. So let's whip it in the keister. Guys, Greendale's music department is flat. Baroque. <laughs> so Damn. we are having a fundraiser. What's Dean got to do with it? <laughs> Why it's time to Tina Turner oh, the clocks ahead. Like you were mentioning, I, I there's, love it. there's, there's just, jokes so you can funny. rediscover. He said flat and baroque, and I didn't get yeah. that the first time. It's such it's a way he's dressed up in yeah. a powdered wig. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all fit. Like there's the music department. He's in a powdered wig looking like Beethoven or whatever, and he goes flat baroque. Yeah, like there's little things within things. And I mean, this is obviously a very simple puns. Yeah. But there's puns within the puns because what the dean does is like in that one where he said, What's Dean got to do with it? He's dressed like Tina Turner. Yeah. Like he would always dress up. And come in to the group study room and You're do something like that. You're making me want to rewatch this. Yeah, I, need, I, I need to now. That's Jim Rash who plays uh, the dean, and he was excellent. So I understand why they kept him around. Oh, he oh, just was a absolutely. watching some of the bloopers and stuff with him involved. It's hard for the, uh, the rest of the it's cast. It's incredible. Just <laughs> Happy daylight savings. I came. I saw. I conquered the idea of a free Caesar salad bar in the cafeteria. Frankly, my dear. I don't give a Dean. <laughs> That's right. So, like, I get, this is a nine-minute YouTube clip. Of just him walking through the door saying and doing Dean, his puns Dean puns and dressed I up as different things. Just that. Anyhow, community movie possibly coming back. Woo. You heard it here first. Well, second, but you know. 101X, Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. I'm going to do another Halloween movie marathon, and I need your help. Yeah, you did this last year. Welcome to The Leftovers. If uh, Emily didn't talk about it on The Morning X, she talks about it here. And you started this last year. Yep. Your big project, watching... 25 it, uh, days of Halloween yes. movies yeah, last yeah, yeah. year. Yeah, because I, I realized, everybody knows this about me, I am very behind on my movie watching. It's not that I don't like movies. I love watching movies. But my parents... They didn't show me anything good when I was a kid growing yeah. up. Um, and that included Halloween movies. So there was a lot of horror, classic Whoa. horror movies that I had never seen because my parents never showed them to me. And I love horror movies. So I was like, how could I be a horror fan? Not seen any of these. So, so what did you do last year, I guess? Let's start with... Should I should I do like a little quick, like... Uh, uh, just, just, yeah, give us the nuts and bolts, like the three kind of prototypical of what you did, so like your genre. I tried to do... I took a vote last year, and I tried to do classic, mm -hmm. scary movies. So, like slashers, Scream, ghosts. Friday the 13th, Sleepaway Camp, uh, I Knew What You Did Last Summer, Child's Play, Nightmare on Elm Street, blah, blah, blah. Like, all, all of those types of The Exorcist, Trick or Treat, Haunted, 
Oh, Haunted Mansion is not scary. That was just a horror movie, or just a Halloween movie I wanted <laughs> yeah, to watch. Trick or Treat was fun. Poltergeist, Conjuring, Psycho, The Shining. That's a really, that's yeah. a good mix of classics, bending sure. all, all so genres. this so year, I kind of want to dive deeper into either ones that I missed, or also ones that... I should watch the second version of. So like Child's Play, I absolutely love the first one. Yeah. I feel like I need to continue and I watch the I still know second. what you did last summer. I was <laughs> you, Is, you, oh, oh wait, there's a second to that one? Yeah, you oh. were you were <laughs> here earlier um last week or at some point I told Spencer that I'm doing I'm watching movies uh, horror late, movies, late nineties, early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands. Ones when I was in middle school, high school, where yeah. I was like, "Man, high school looks so cool." Yeah. Uh, Scream. I know what you did last summer is the first one I watched. The faculty. Yeah. Uh, the faculty shot right here the in Austin. Faculty. Um, and I just, thought, I don't know if this one counts, but it doesn't count in my genre. Mine's like high school slasher ones. Um, but uh, thirteen ghosts. Is a good That's freaky fun. one. It's fun. I haven't seen the original, it's but got I saw the Matthew Tony. Lillard, who yeah. is in everything. Oh, I love Matthew Lillard so much. Is you that the one like where it. he has a bunch of piercings and stuff? Not sure. In that movie? No, 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 not in 13 no. Ghosts. He's might be SLC Punk or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, 13 Ghosts is sort of cheesy, but it's also a lot of fun for some reason. It's the actors. It's got a lot of jump scares. Yeah. And it's like 13 Ghosts, so they all have these different designs to them that are that's kind of fun cool. to see. Yeah, I, I'm looking up the fal- faculty. I've never seen this one. That's either. a really fun. That's sort of cam- more of a campy, yeah, alien sort of movie. Sure, but it's tight as hell. But it's, it's Robert Rodriguez, so there's some camp in there. And, and, and it's, it's fun. It was shot right like here it. in Austin at uh, I think Anderson High School. Ooh, right, that's uh, fun. right over by yeah. that uh, HEV. Lots of fun. Yeah. So I I really don't know where I want to go with this yet. Basically, I've recruited friends with this one this year, and I'm going. A little less extreme. Like, I did 25 days. That was a lot to watch a movie for 25 days. Um, One that really freaks me out still to this day, but I like it, Mm -hmm. is Hellraiser. Have you watched that? That's one with... Is that the one with the pins? pinhead? Yeah. Yes, yes, I have you seen that watch one. You did watch Hellraiser. I have, okay. I have actually seen that one on my own time, not on the Halloween movie time. Uh, so I, I think that one should deserve a rewatch since it has probably been like eight years since yeah. I've seen it or so. Not a lot of people consider this a Halloween movie, and I'm not sure that I would either. But John Carpenter's The Thing is a really good. Ooh, The Thing. It's, uh, it plays off of like paranoia and things like mm-hmm. that because there's this creature that could basically shape shift into you. It takes, it absorbs you, and it becomes. So it's, the yeah, thing. it's about this group of like these twenty or so dudes that are working in this facility in Antarctica, mm-hmm. and this thing shows up and starts absorbing, basically assimilating into them, oh, and they're all like, yeah, "Oh I know man, what you're talking about. Who, yeah. who is it? We got to figure out who it is." And so oh, that's really fun. That's a now, fun it's one. Like an early '80s movie, so at the time the special effects were like really great for the time, but <laughs> that doesn't as exactly hold up. But if you put yourself in that 1980, like just pretend yeah. you're like, "Oh god, this must have been scary, horrific." Yeah. Plus the pacing and overall paranoia is pretty. Uh, good. Well, that's I like cool. the ones that uh, add the human element of of you don't know if there's a supernatural entity or not, or mm-hmm. if it's your own head. Uh, there's one that was shot right here in Texas that's a more indie one. I forget the name of it. Um, oh, this one probably scared me the most as a kid. I should not have watched it. Uh, Candyman. Have you oh, watched that? I have not oh, seen that's that. That's a classic. It's, I need to it, add that one. Candy, huh? Candyman is a, the original. It's, yes. it's freaky. Because there was it's a new good. one, right? Yeah. With the yeah. Jordan Peele doing the Candyman thing? I think he produced thing? it. Yeah, but, but uh, sure. the, the original one... Whew, 
still just good. thinking it's about good. it. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I don't. I don't know why I didn't put this together. I mean, originally I'm from Houston, so I don't. I just never thought of this. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre isn't that. Shot here? Yeah, it's in Texas. It's pretty close. Can't yeah, you, you like go on Toby. tours and yeah, stuff? Yeah, you can go visit the house. Okay, because I would love to do that. I would love to watch <laughs> the movie and then go to that. Am I uh, a psychopath best... for saying that? Be like, I want to watch the movie the and scare so myself. The movie's so good and that it's like really almost minimalist too. Yeah. Because a lot of the slasher stuff you see after is like way more over the top. That's, that's this... this is way more psychological. That... Still gruesome, exactly. but... I, I love movies like that, like yeah. uh, like American Werewolf in Paris, or like the original one. Like a lot of times when you don't see the monster or the creature, but you know it's there. And originally yeah. they didn't do it because they didn't have the special effects, but also the psychological thing of physically not seeing the entity, but you know it's there. That's what was great about the movie Signs, even when you just oh, yeah. barely saw it walk by, and mm-hmm. then they ruin it at the end. Uh, anyhow, Emily, what's your what's your uh, Twitter so people can find you and sure. give you recommendations? Please give me recommendations. This is easy. My Twitter is Earth Toast. E a r t h t o a s t. I know, weird, not spooky at all, but give me the scariest you've got. What's going on, Mayor? We have a very special dual segment combining what's happening in Austin with people behaving badly. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this is usually where we talk about the big story in Austin. And later in the day, we have a segment called People Behaving Badly, where we read a story, listen to audio, and render a verdict. But now, guess what, Spencer? Tell me. We got both. Wow. Uh, over the weekend, cool. video on the internet, I'm sorry, not video, but photos on the internet emerged. Uh, very sadly, an Austin police officer was being uh laid to rest um, and it was obviously very tragic he's a hero and all the people in the city all the important people were there for this uh, momentous occasion for the funeral and uh, I want to show you this photo of uh, our very own mayor Steve Adler good old sleepy Um, Steve uh, falling asleep Dozing oh man, did off. I just guess? Because uh, normally I would, you'd call him that because he puts you to sleep with his cadence and his. With the way he talks so slow. Like, no, look at this photo, Spencer. This guy. is him at the funeral. His hands are in his lap, his eyes are closed. It looks like he's dozing <laughs> off, and there are multiple angles of this. And listen, I'm not going to necessarily write off the bat, name him today's person behaving How badly. Do we know he's not praying he or could his be head praying is down, or in down like this, but it is. This isn't the only angle. There were enough photos to where clearly something was happening. Oh. Now, I get it, Mayor. You're on your way out. You don't care anymore. You're rich. You've got land investments. You've got all the crap you can do. Uh, but, man, I had to go to an ex-girlfriend's, girlfriend at the time, obviously ex for a reason. We had to go to a funeral of her grandmother in Dallas, her beloved grandmother, uh, cared about her very, very much. And the night before, I took LSD, I drank till like 6 in the morning, and I was tired, I was dozing off, but my ass stayed awake, kept my eyes open, and paid attention during that funeral because if any family member had peeked and seen the douchebag boyfriend C.J. Morgan of their, uh, of their young, sweet little niece, daughter, whatever, mm-hmm. falling asleep at a funeral... They would have been pissed. Yeah, plus I think you were doing you were motivated by the potential for Nucky, correct? I'm not sure that the mayor 
has the same motivation, you know? No, no. I was I was motivated by not getting punched in the face by that girlfriend. There was oh, there never were, mind. There I'm was sorry. not gonna be any No, and what No post funeral. Spencer, in what in what world do do you think that a oh, you know what the movie uh Wedding Crashers yeah. had the scene about the dude that says funeral crashing. That really wasn't meant with, to be my connection, connection, but I was like, You're there with a, a a girlfriend of the time. That's the whole connection I'm trying to make. Not that funerals are a turn on right. Dude, I'm I gonna, didn't do a good job. I get it. I'm going to tell you who's a person behaving badly, and that's any dude that tries to use a funeral to hook up with someone. Don't dude, do that. Yeah. Uh, point being, the mayor's falling asleep, and honestly, I'm going to go all the way every way people behaving badly because uh, a lot of the photographs are coming from former police officers and officers, so they're obviously, obviously upset. Yeah. They're at the funeral of a fallen comrade. Yeah. But some of it... The storm kind of seems like, man, y'all trying to set up the mayor and make a political point. And again, I'm not speaking on behalf of uh, of the friends, the family, the co-workers of uh, the recently deceased. Uh, but um, this tweet came out from some dude that's related to all this crap. And he said, if you're going to defund and destroy a police department as their mayor... Then attend a highly respected officer's funeral. Perhaps do not continue to disrespect that officer's family, friends, and other officers by falling asleep. Oh, we've def- they've, they've been well, defunded and destroyed? Is that why they haven't been doing their jobs? I agree with everything that man said. Uh... If you're going to attend a highly respected officer's funeral, perhaps do not continue to de- disrespect that officer's family, friends, blah, blah, by falling Correct. asleep. But he didn't start it with that. What did this guy start it with? What You destroyed our department by yes. giving us slightly less money this year. And on top of that, actually, that's not even true. They refunded what they took away last year. Um, and you can find about that article at NPR. Uh, but the Austin Police Officers Association is running with it. And to me, that's more disrespectful using an officer's death yeah. as a political tool because here's the deal let me let me give you a, a number real quick uh the budget for 2021-22 for the Austin Police Department that was supposedly so defunded and decrepit is 443 million dollars yeah. that's more than the defense and gdp of many countries in this world $443 million. You look at a pie chart of Austin and all of its other public uh, facilities, parks and things like that, other government agencies. That, that dwarfs they're, all of them. They're not getting that much, so stop no. using a funeral and our dumbass mayor to make yeah. a point that doesn't exist. It's a lie. You weren't, you weren't defunded, asshats. Yeah. But still, I'm going to say today's person behaving badly. Absolutely, Mayor. If I can take LSD and drink all night and stay awake at my ex-girlfriend's grandma's funeral, you can keep your ass up and awake and pay attention. So you, sir, are today's person behaving badly as well as anyone that's trying to make this into a political thing and continue to spin the lie that we've been defunded because that's a lot of damn money. We haven't. Here it comes. We're going to know things. Hey, Matt, thanks for coming back and hanging out. I know this is your favorite segment. And it's not because you're learning facts. It's because I'm notorious for misspelling things, getting things incorrect, and not being able to answer anything 
about these facts I, I've uh, jotted down. Oh, don't downplay how ridiculous I think some of these things are. I enjoy that part, too. Okay, okay, good, good. Well, here we go. Um, did you know um, the song Closing Time by Semisonic don't is not... Don't do this again. <laughs> you cannot do this to me again. You've done it like eight times. I'm sick it's, and tired of it. I don't do it's it. It's not about a bar closing. It's about a baby being born. He'll do this off air, too, to me. I know. No he does it. here. It's not a fun person to be. I know a lot of people out there like, let's tune in. Let's see what CJ is. He's an, he's an a-hole. He's not a fun person to be around. Not, did you know... I thought I was really clever in tricking Emily the other day because I was like, oh, hey, Emily, I'm, I'm, I'm driving and talk texting. I can't do this, but will you do me a favor and settle a debate and Google a helicopter plant in Amarillo? Right. And she goes, Bell Helicopter. And I go, see, told you, that's the perfect place for Emily to work. And she goes, Bell, question mark. And I go, yeah, because you're being a big old ding dong. And then she just didn't respond. <laughs> yeah, she didn't respond. You know, you also did that in a text to all of us. We all had to watch yeah. that happen. That wasn't to her. Well, well you yeah. also did it another time later with a uh, different setup. Well, I did. <laughs> I did the text with all of you because I wanted her to think we were. That was settling the debate. I had to have more people in there. And then later, uh, she was talking about raisins and getting us a snack. And I was like, "Oh, you should just get hostess." And she replies, "Hostess?" Question mark. And I said, "Yeah, because you're just a ding dong." Like it, and then one day Spencer got all he got all smartass with me, and uh, he he was Spencer was like, oh, he made a joke at my expense. And I go, Spence, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna act like this, just go to the Bell Factory because you're being a big old ding dong. Yeah, <laughs> it's been on a real ding dong kick, and it's, I don't know why it started. It's or, funnier it's than just, these nuts. It's I gotta be honest with you. I mean. Saying it's funnier than D's nuts is kind of like saying it's warmer. It's 33 degrees. What? I got you a little gift. Oh, God. Was that a... He's uh, just ringing a bell now. Because you're, you're being a ding dong. This is getting dangerously... Uh, Ding dong. Close to how we used to do this show. I've lun- learned nothing. <laughs> they told us not to do that. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I forgot we pay guys a lot of money how to tell us how to do radio, which is about fact-finding. Let's get back to it. Did you know? Now they're going to complain that you're going a little long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, like my floppy old dong? God, like I, your ding dong. Sorry, that, that, that ladies and gentlemen, I set that up accidentally. and I didn't mean to. <laughs> What's the facts? Uh, <laughs> Should I read that? Can we, we, I, no, we this is it. He destroyed the segment already. Get, what's one more ding-dong joke I can get Emily with that's not perverted? Why does it have to be Emily? <laughs> it didn't work twice in a row. I don't know that you should continue because pursuing it's this. Because I need to do it so via Emily, person. Uh, I, guess nobody can go as a, I guess nobody can go as a witch to this Halloween? And she'll go, why? And I'll go... Or you can't, Emily. You can't go as a witch. I, Emily. I heard you can't go as a witch uh, for this Halloween. And then she'll go, "Why?" And I'll go, "Ding dong, the witch is dead." Yeah, that's great. That's that's great. <laughs> is this going to make our best stuff? No, this segment is. <laughs> no. what, we've gone from being rated number one show in the afternoon to zero. I'm not that even quickly. I'm not even archiving this. This is wor- worthless. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Did you? Oh. We got we got one. No, we uh, didn't get any. We didn't even we get never one. Got one. Oh, did I really not read any facts? None. The only thing we know about you is your ding dong jokes. <laughs> well, okay, there we go. <laughs> hey man, let's do at least one fact. No, it's too long. Oh man, we're done.
you see those websites, you see the article, and it's like 10 things that will change your life forever or kill you. So you click on it. That's what Clickbait Corner is all about. We click for you. Today we got another quiz, and this one is very important. Emily, tell us about it. So this quiz tells us to make a disgusting cupcake, and it'll reveal which animal matches our soul. And the rules of our quizzes, for any of you that have never heard us play a quiz on the radio, I know that sounds wild. We play this quiz as the C.J. Morgan Show. As us. Yeah. So the entity, not like me, the, the individual, no, us. No, the entity of the radio, of our show. So we're going to answer these questions as if our show was a human sitting right here answering wow. them for us. I know. So, okay, are you ready to figure out uh, which animal matches our soul? I'm ready, Emily. Let's Let's make this gross cupcake, okay? Okay. It says, first, pick a gross liner for your cupcake. Um, cupcake liner with the plastic on, okay. so you know where you don't take it out. Yeah. Just rice, clay, or tissues hmm. for a cupcake liner. I kind of like the taste of clay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> these are weird. What if, we, what, what if you would do something different than these choices, man? Uh, How t- do you st- <laughs> tissues. Tissues kind of stick and get icky. Ugh. Tissues are gross. Yeah, they that stick. texture just gets yeah. So we think that's, that's the, the sure. gross. Tissues. Time for the first ingredient. What are you using for flour? <laughs> Not an option, but good try. Okay. Baking powder, baby powder, cornstarch, or setting powder like makeup. I want to say baby powder. We're all big babies. <laughs> Yeah, baby powder is disgusting. Also, uh, I use it for my thighs for chafing. Mm -hmm. Works very well, but it smells weird. What are you using for sugar? Sugar cubes that don't dissolve, bath salts, pink salts, or ice. Gotta use those bath salts. Bath salts, baby, so we go crazy. Bite someone's face off. Mm -hmm. Okay, so next on our disgusting cupcake that will then tell us what soul our animal is. Wow, that makes no sense. What are we substituting for eggs? Rotten eggs, (laughs) eggs benedict, jellyfish, or frog eggs? Well, this is where you put the... Man, we got to be careful. One day we're going to get caught. One day. One day it's going to get us. Knock on wood. Uh, Rotten eggs are awful if you've ever had them. I think I would eat any of those things other than rotten eggs. Yeah, that's true. All right. Milk. Chunky milk. Sorry, that made me gag just thinking about it. I think we're going to have to pick that one for me. White paint, whiteout, or medicine? Medicine's good. Whiteout, I like huffing. Paint smells good, even tastes good. Um, yeah. Chunky milk. Okay. Chunk, chunky uh, milk. Ch- chunky milk. I've had, I've had curdled uh, milk. <laughs> yep. 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 All right. How's our cupcake looking? Yep. What's All right. next? We're getting close. So butter, instead of butter, would we use cheese, peanut butter, oil off of a pizza or essential oils? Hell yeah. All those are good. It's oil off a pizza. I was say oil off a pizza, it's, but we're also trying to that's make gonna make it gross. good. But I feel you like know. for us, we would we would. I feel like we're the gross show that would lick the oil off the pizza. We don't dab the oil off the pizza. We would use mm-hmm. it, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But okay. I mean, that's not going to make the cupcake gross. That's going to make it good. I know, but as a show, what okay. would we oil use? off the pizza? Yes. We, okay. We know I, I what flavor will your cupcake be? Mud, pollen, moldy banana, fish, or dog treat. Hmm. Fish. I don't like fi- fish. If fish we're is the most extreme, I guess. Yeah. And I, I told you last week I like the smell you of fish. You love the smell of fish. Oh. Um, so it works for all All right, for you. two more questions. Ready? So what color will our cupcake be? 
pink, green, golden, brown, or blue? Well, maybe brown. I don't know. Brown. There's a lot of weird stuff in there. <laughs> right? But I think if you make it pink, you're going to trick people. Oh, and thinking that it's going to taste like strawberry? Uh-huh. Okay, I like that. You like sure. that? Take, I'll take right. it. And last but I'm not least, in order to figure out uh, what our soul is uh, in animal form by making a disgusting cupcake, what are we adding as extras? Glitter, sprinkles from a kid's face, mini pom-poms, cheese frosting, or no thanks. Oh, man, no Parmesan on this? No Parmesan. Oh, cheese frosting. One. Cheese frosting. You don't want sprinkles from a kid's face? That sounds, what is that? That sounds like I'm going to knock on my neighbor's door That for the rest of my life. I don't like that at all. Okay. Like, what are, you, is sprink- are you ready to hear our results? And the big reveal. Yep. Our disgusting cupcake revealed that the animal that matches the C.J. Morgan show's soul is a pig. And yeah. they describe it as, uh, yeah. you're definitely a pig. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Makes sense. Kind of yeah. offended. Smart, but also disgusting. Turns out, <laughs> turns out these dumb BuzzFeed quizzes are right on par. Oh, They're perfect. They nail it. CDD <laughs> Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. Are they fake or are they real? <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. It's weird. It's wired. Matt Beard is here. And finally today, the third time we brought this up, we're going to have the discussion about taters, honkers, and whoppers. And what's no, no, the no, difference? No, 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 no. I was I talking know. about uh, tweets, how to verify if tweets are real or fake. Those screenshots that everyone does now of, of tweets. Yeah. Uh, there's a, It's a good way for people to spread a lot of mis- misinformation. Correct. And uh, also to make up stuff about other people they don't like. And so sure. I was going to run you through a couple of quick steps on how to determine... I'm sorry, I didn't bring in the taters and honkers stuff. Dang it, I'm asked. disappointed. But uh, but I do want to know because uh, I am a fan of fonts. Awesome. And often, that's the easiest way to detect if something's fake. Well, I kind of went through an article, uh, some extras were talking about it, and they were like, look, here are the quitter, quickest things you can do. First of all, anytime you see a screenshot, um, there's generally one of two reasons. One is that someone doesn't want to actually promote that person. If it's a politician you hate. You right. don't want to retweet him. You don't want to get more because engagement. then the algorithm goes, "Oh, they're getting more engagement, and let's push it out there sure. more." Uh, so, but also, if they're saying, "Hey, see, this is actually a good thing that I am promoting," and it's a screenshot, then it's a good chance that it may not be real. So, the quickest thing to do is just via, look at what the account is. Go to the account. And generally, on the tweet, it'll show exactly the date and time. Go look in their stream of tweets, and if it's not See, there, it's, it's yeah. there's a good chance it never occurred. There's an actual site you can go to that will create a screenshot of a tweet that looks really real. You know oh, how yeah. I know that? Uh, CJ does it all the time. Yeah. And, well, what if they're deleted? <laughs> and you just got you got the screen, you got the receipts beforehand. Uh, well, no problem. Then if it has been deleted, there's a very good chance it's going to exist in some place called like Politiwoops, which is a site that goes and looks for deleted. It basically it screenshots every single tweet that a politician makes, and then the algorithm notices when they have erased something, yeah. and then it brings that ah. to the forefront and says, "Hey, here's something that a politician erased or deleted." I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's also something called the Wayback Machine. You can go check that, and that'll give. That just does random screenshots of the whole internet every yeah. once in a while, and you can look for things in there. Uh, reverse image search is very important. Learn how yes. to do it. In fact, not just for screenshotted tweets, just about anything. 
oh my God, right now, especially when there's a hurricane, there will be all these pictures of, oh my God, this house landed on top of this building. And uh, then you realize it was from... It's like 12 years ago. Yeah, Harvey. <laughs> or, and it, yeah. or it wasn't even a storm. It was some uh, art installation or something. Uh, there's sharks swimming in downtown. No, the majority of time when you take one of those images, you do a reverse image search, learn how to do it on Google, well, you can find out exactly where an image first appeared. One of our favorite politicians uh, recently was tweeting some stuff and then it was discovered that these tweets, Louis Gohmert, uh, actually were from like Bosnia or something like that. Right. Uh, not yeah. yeah, not the border of Texas, Mexico. Yeah. Well, and you see it a lot with uh, politicians, especially fringe politicians who don't really suffer any kind of consequences when they push up misinformation. And it's yeah. weird because it used to be one or two kind of lunatics. And now it seems like we've got a lot more. And it's of them. so easy to disprove. But then what happens when you disprove something, when you say, hey, this is from Bosnia Herzegovina in 1997, not blah, blah, blah. What does that fringe politicians fans reply to you? Fake news. It's fake. No, um, fake. Yeah. It's fake. I, I don't actually reply to any of the politicians or whatever. I don't think that they care what I have to say, but I'm yeah, glad yeah. that you do. Good for you. Well, well technically, that going? technically, I can't on Facebook or Twitter for another 30 days. Oh, okay. So. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, the last thing you can do is if you're seeing something, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. There's something, this, this, whole oh, this big thing is happening. Usually what you can do is Google's always your friend. Uh, you put in a prompt, you hit enter, then you can click for news on Google, and it'll show you a list of news that has that kind of stuff in it. And generally speaking, if the only place reporting on this big story is some kind of weirdo website, right? Uh. It's like Infowars. <laughs> well, sure, that's them. notorious. But there's also some out there that seem to have nice names like uh, um, healthandnature.com. And they'll report stuff, and you think, well, obviously, healthandnature.com can't be nefarious, but a lot of them are just fronts and owned by other places that like spreading a lot and of stuff. And you can find who usually owns them, or sometimes yeah. they'll have redirects that send you to real, legit-looking medical things, but they're not. They're Point not. being, the Internet's lying to you. It does lie a whole lot, and a great thing that you can do is, uh, hey... Use that old brain that you got and just start to do a little bit of research, and you can usually figure out before you share it again and then end up looking like an idiot. Or just threaten a senator, and then you can't be on the internet. Oh. It's that simple. Is that what happened with you? No, not with me, but we did have a comedian friend that was visited by the Secret Service, so. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from that. Oh, yeah. So usually it's Monday that uh, we cover the sports bet. Uh, we're going to have to move to today, because Why? I don't know. We forgot to do it. And Matt's here. Matt, thanks for coming back in. Uh, currently, I'm sitting at what? 0 and 4? 0 and 5. Cur- cur- I think it's 0 and 4. I'm going to say it's 0 and 5. I'm in- <laughs> it very well might be today. And let's get right to it. Uh, and what sucks about going 0 and 5 is it hurts me. Because you made some picks that I'm happy. Let's just get to it. Uh, Starting with uh, Texas taking on West Virginia. Thought it was going to be much closer than it was. Uh, Matt, you took Texas, obviously. Why why wouldn't you take Texas? And you made the right choice. Texas uh, defeating West Virginia handily at home. So point for you, Matt. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you to me. Uh... Also, over the weekend, it is getting to where this is, I think, the last weekend of baseball before we actually get into the MLB playoffs. Right. 
So it's a fun one. It's a lot of division rivalries. What's funny, though, is that sometimes it's a lot of stuff that people really don't, I mean, that the teams don't seem to care about. But we really saw some games this uh, past week. Oh, oh, yeah. And on top of that, you're waiting for Aaron Judge to hit uh, 62. Everything you're no, watching cuts in. I'm waiting for him to hit 69. <laughs> Get it? Is sturdy. Yeah. It would be great if he just went hard and won. <laughs> oh, this show's been too much today. This has been, this is our last show. This is, this too. I took two days off only to come back and be fired. Oh, man. Anyhow, point being, uh, for the NL East, the Mets won game up on the Braves. Uh, Matt Bearden pulled a tricky one. You hate the Braves. They beat your Astros in the World Series. You know I'm a huge Braves fan. So obviously you're going to pick the Mets. Plus the Mets have the Braves number so far this year. The Mets are leading the NL East. But who did I choose? You chose the Braves. And who is now up uh, after the weekend? Who not only is up, but swept the Mets. Yeah. Yeah. The Braves. Point Matt. Yes. Point Matt. I was pretty stoked. I was pretty stoked because I was ruining your weekend while you were cheering for <laughs> the Braves you knew it had was actually helping. Correct. Um, you know what else? Ruin my weekend. I asked you who's going to have more fantasy points this weekend, Emily or CJ. Uh, we weren't playing each other, but I asked who was going to have more points. Right. Let me start with the disappointing story. Um, it's... Monday night football. I have San Francisco's Debo Samuel. He's a he's a uh, wide receiver. Very first of the game. I know he's playing. I'm playing Nick. Nick has like San Francisco's defense or some crap like that. I'm like, oh, uh, we're we're tied. We're close. I got this one in the bag though. Debo Samuel runs for like a 60 yard touchdown, which means I get six points for uh, the yardage, six points for the touchdown, and bonus points for the catch and the thing. I'm like, oh. Okay, I'm going to crush Nick. This is easy. Then San Francisco's defense goes on to get two sacks, an interception. I'm still winning by one point. Six minutes left in the game. I'm winning by one point over Nick. I'm undefeated. I'm going to be 4-0. I'm going to be the best in the Waterloo Media Fantasy Football League. And then an interception, a pick six, which means Nick gets six points. If I could, CJ. Nick defeats me. Listening to someone talk in depth about their fantasy games and picks is a little like listening to someone talk about their God. Uh, I'm sure it's great for you, but I don't think the rest of us are really into it. Or or their uh, shroom trip. I literally have a sound effect for fantasy football. Okay, but we're, we're done with fantasy talk. Point being, you picked Emily to defeat me, to get more points this right. week, uh, but she didn't. CJ gets a point there. Whoa. So it is... Uh, hey, man. CJ, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that, but it still doesn't count as a win because I lost. This is what we, <laughs> this is what we call a Pyrrhic victory yeah. uh, uh, for me this but weekend. I'm going to say that, guess what? Uh, I think you meant a pirate victory, but it's Pyr- also... Py- it's not a pirate victory. Okay. It's Pyrrhic victory. Okay. Say what you want. Pyrrhic victory. Okay, sounds great. It's P-Y. It was a general, a Roman general. It's P- a Pyrrhic. We'll bet on that later. Okay. okay. It's Pyrrhic. Uh, I think the last thing that we did uh, is that... Uh, Austin FC visiting yeah. the uh, Vancouver Whitecaps. Huge mistake on my part. I thought after dropping so many games, they'd be interested in winning again. But it turns out they have decided that they are done winning until the postseason. Well, they have already clinched second place. So point CJ, which means we are tied. And that means tomorrow we're going to have to roll out 
Table football. That's right. I'm actually table excited about it. Table football. This is going to be fun. It's not going to hurt my hip. So it'll be a lot better, and uh, whoever loses will immediately drop a punishment Plinko chip, and then we'll come back Thursday and see who gets punished. Sounds good. Hey, Spencer, you know how, like, hipsters go to coffee bars that are real nice and cool to, like, do work and read and relax? Sure. Um, I'm not that type of dude, but I'm working on drinking alcohol less, and what everyone suggests is like, oh, well, you can still go out and socialize. You can still go out and do things. Just try to stay away from bars. Yeah. I'm like, that's where I know all my friends. My right. friend, my friend Jack, Jim, and Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe your friends can help pick up some slack, too. Uh, yeah. Join you at a you know coffee joint or something, or a but, uh, regular I, restaurant. I was thinking this might not be a bad idea. Our, uh, you know, sometimes co-host Matt Bearden does exactly that. He goes to a coffee joint to kind of do work and things like that. And I'm like, man, I want to do that. But I think instead of just like reading a book like some hipster does, I'm gonna dress very like smart and hipster. But what if I'm just reading like Goosebumps books? Hell yeah, man! Or like R.L. Stein, or what was the other big one like uh, around that age, like the Babysitters Club? You, you gotta get Animorphs, bro. Animorphs too. <laughs> but yeah, like, Babysitters Club. I, I just feel like in Austin, people are so hipster and snotty. That I would, I, it would be an interesting like look thing just be, to see and do. It'd be cool, but I feel like a lot of people might see through that as like sort of performance art or something, you know. But then again, there are people that bring their whole typewriters I, to like Barton Creek and are that sort I of annoying type. Uh, I think that was performance art. It's yeah. I don't know that because that is too much. But also, I don't need to be a performance artist. Have you ever read uh, Say Cheese and Die? Nah, man. It's scary, okay? Like, Goosebumps always had a really good twist. Some of those books slap, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. They, they were great. I would You know how they used to have the book fair? Yeah. And you would get, like, mom. Like, we both had parents that weren't, like, super wealthy. And, and so we would have, like, you know, 10 bucks for the whole book fair. You had to buy some stickers. You had to buy some magnets. You had to buy yeah, some man. stuff. But what was the top item for me? And Rub- everyone in my class? Rubber bands. No, <laughs> go on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sorry. Uh, Goosebumps. Yeah. Getting the latest, the hottest Goosebumps book. I Man, think. Didn't, didn't some of them go in the dark, too? Like the books? Like the uh, covers? I can't I don't remember. No, but... that might have been later on. Um, and it's weird to talk about Goosebumps because my mom literally started me on, uh, on um, God, what was it? Stephen King book. But what was the, the stand? Huh. When I was young, I, I was too it. young to read The Stand. Yeah, some that, Stephen King stuff's pretty mature, man. <laughs> very mature, and a kid shouldn't be reading it. No. And then one time in fourth grade, because she also got me into like Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, and in fourth <sighs> grade I did a book report on uh, The Stand. One, no, <laughs> no, on, on one of them, but I used like and dwelt depth in the depths of Middle Earth, looked to pure evil. Like I wrote that in my book report, and it was obvious I lied oh, and just copied front to back. See, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start hanging out at hip, trendy reading places and just should, just man. read Goosebumps. Get that child's uh, horror screenplay working. <laughs> I'll get working on that too, man. Hell yeah! You make they, a damn. They, did you ever watch? Uh, was it Afraid of the Dark? That Nickelodeon. Yes, those, of old, those old. They would throw the stuff in the fire yeah, before and then of telling the Goosebumps show, which was similar. Uh, you know, just different shows about different characters and stuff. But yeah, I man. I don't remember the Goosebumps one, but I remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, I love that one more. I didn't watch Goosebumps but as much. Also, it's got that dun 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 dun. 
just to show that my parents bum, bum, let me bum, like bum. do stuff way before I should have done them. Uh, also, my first concert as a kid was a rat at the Amarillo Civic Center, and I was like five years Damn, old. Bro. Way Damn. too young to go see a hair metal band. Dude, I see people sometimes with a baby at a freaking and venue. True, I'm like, true. come on, man. But I'm at the, least the they have... They have the headsets now for the baby so their ears don't hurt. I'm like, come on, man. But But whatever. When when all my friends were watching Are You Afraid of the Dark and like more the kind of, you know, youth aged shows, I was watching X Files. Like that was my jam. Hell yeah. And uh, (laughs) still to this day. I'm going to get an X-Files tattoo, by the way. Are you? Which one? Is it going to be uh, like that sort of poster, I want to believe, or uh, is it going to be... It's going to be Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. (laughs) It's going to be that X-Files episode. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, great great season. Yeah, that's the one word. Speaking of Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror, (gasps) the greatest Halloween thing ever. Is it? They still do that? I don't know, but the old ones are good, and I'm going home right now to watch it. Why are we still talking? Oh. It's the C.J. Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewda, Austin. 101X.